What is an NFT? Hi guys, my name is Rado and in today's episode we will be taking a closer look at one of the most popular concepts in the context of the blockchain, namely non-fungible tokens or NFTs. What is the idea behind an NFT and why are they so hyped at the moment? Stay tuned to find out. To understand what a non-fungible token is, here is an example of the problem that NFTs are trying to solve. Let's say that you are a fan of a musician. Just like the other concert goers, you really want this musician's autograph for your collection. Now, you basically have two options. One, you can wait in line and hope that you will get an autograph from directly from him. Maybe you will even have the chance to take a photo of him signing the autograph to prove to your friends that the autograph is legit. That is, if you make it this far. But let's face it, most musicians don't do autographs anymore. This sad fact aside, you still have option number two, which would be to search for an autograph online. Within the last few years, reselling autographs by musicians or other celebrities haven't just become very popular, but also extremely profitable since many people are willing to spend large sums of money to get a signature by the person they adore the most. However, this has also led to many people faking autographs, making it really difficult for fans to distinguish between the fake and real autographs. So far so good, or not so good, depending on whether you are the one selling or buying fake autographs for a lot of money. What we have learned so far is that as long as you don't have some proof of authenticity for what you are buying, it can be rather difficult to persuade others and even yourself that what you've bought is genuinely what you wanted to buy. Having a photo, like the one of the musician signing the autograph, can be the only way to verify something's validity. And this is where non-fungible tokens come in. As the term implies, non-fungible tokens, henceforth abbreviated as NFTs, cannot be tampered with. They are non-fungible by nature due to the fact that they are running on the blockchain, which, as you already know, is cryptically secured. And before you ask, yes, the T in NFT stands for token, but this is due to the versatility of the term more than it's really about tokens as in cryptocurrencies. The most popular use case of NFTs are digital art. Pixel art in particular is at the center of today's hype around the whole NFT thing. But just like the famous bored monkey NFTs, yes, believe it or not, but bored monkeys rank among the most famous and also most expensive NFTs, any other form of art or piece of document, including autographs, can be a token on the blockchain. But how does it work? Why would I turn something into an NFT or even buy one from someone else? And why are most NFTs so damn expensive? Let's go through each of these questions step by step and stay with the example we were talking about in the beginning. So, how is an NFT created? Let's assume that the musician in question has decided to hand out his autographs as NFTs rather than signing them in paper form. The next step would be to create a digital autograph. Here it doesn't matter if he decides to sign an actual autograph by hand and then scan it or doing it digitally right away, for example by using a tablet. In the end, the autograph must be a digital format, a JPEG for instance. This digital asset can now be uploaded onto the blockchain, which includes defining a couple of aspects first. For one, the musician in question could define that if this autograph was ever sold from the original buyer to someone else, he, the musician, would receive 10% of the original selling price. 
Or what he could also do is to store a limited set of autographs, each of which would have a predefined number, like a limited edition, basically. This way, if a fan would want to have one of these autographs, he or she could easily identify the autograph as being of genuine nature. Coming back to what we said in the beginning, this would be the substitute of the picture of the musician signing the autograph, and by now you may have started to realize the massive potential of NFTs, which brings us to the next question. Why would someone turn something into an NFT? The non-fungibility of these digital assets are what makes them so valuable, since they allow people to ensure that what they are buying is actually what they wanted to buy in the first place. And what is even better is that, although NFTs are mostly associated with digital art at the moment, these assets have a seemingly endless number of use cases. Ranging from concert tickets to song licenses, all the way to storing patient data safely in a decentralized manner, a fully digitalized world like ours will soon be full of NFTs and thus create more authenticity in a dominantly opaque worldwide web. So, to conclude this small trip into the world of NFTs, there is one more question to answer and it's an important one, namely, why are so many NFTs so expensive? Maybe you have heard of the first tweet ever tweeted being sold for a whopping $2.9 million in the beginning of 2021. And although this might have some sort of inherent value due to the incredible story of Twitter, there is an incredibly high amount of NFTs that are breaking records regarding the prices. Bored apes, which are, well, digital paintings of bored apes, are selling for as little as $15,000 and more which might be something people would be willing to buy if these paintings were rare. However, since the whole Bored Apes collection is made up of thousands of these NFTs, the price does indicate that it is mainly hype that is behind these digital art forms. But even when it comes to, let's say, normal NFTs, most of them are fairly expensive even in comparison to art that is painted by hand. This is mainly due to the fact that most NFTs are stored on the Ethereum blockchain, which is famous for its versatility, but also its high gas fees, and thus its high prices for making NFTs. So, is there an alternative? Glad you ask. Yes, and as you may have guessed, it's the Elrond blockchain. With its low transaction fees and equally low fees for creating NFTs, the Elrond blockchain is the perfect place for you to buy, store and even sell NFTs. I can imagine that if you have never bought or even seen an NFT, this can be a bit overwhelming. But if you want to check out the amazing work that our friends from the Elrond network are doing on the Elrond blockchain, then I suggest you check out the links in the show notes to Gnogen and Stramozy to get a feel for what NFTs are. And just a tip, there are already some NFT marketplaces for Elrond where you can log into using your Maya app or Keystore link. So if you are in the mood to extend your art collection, get your laptop, have a coffee and browse some NFTs. Who knows, maybe the hype will get to you. That's it for this episode. Have fun and I will see you next time. Yours Rado. If you liked this episode, feel free to listen again next time. In our basic series, we explain the most important terms about blockchain, crypto and DeFi every week to help you better navigate through the crypto world. If you have a specific question or feedback about our podcast, feel free to write us an email at hello at or visit us on Twitter, Telegram, Instagram and Facebook. Until then, all the best and happy staking. Your Rado.